Earlier today, federal NDP leader Jagmeet Singh was here in London visiting the Webster Street apartments. And that certainly has come up a lot because it's helped us to learn about the word renoviction. It's a word that we haven't heard very often, but it's a word that tends to come up, it seems, more and more. Renoviction and renovictions. Please welcome to London Live, federal NDP leader Jagmeet Singh. Mr. Singh, how are things this afternoon? Things are going well. I'm really honored to be able to spend some time back in London where I went to university, so my alma mater, and to be able to go to the surrounding region, spend some time in, in London and surrounding uh, Oxford County nearby. And was able to stand up for a number of people that are right now really desperately worried that they're going to lose their homes. Well, Mr. Singh, some of those people are facing renovations where you hear from your landlord that there will be a renovation and you've got to vacate the premises. You're allowed to come back, same price, after the renovations are done. But a lot of times that's not feasible when people have found somewhere else to stay. So you have stated, and you stated today, you want to create an affordable housing acquisition fund to try to shift some of the rental ownership that we see in places like London, where we have a lot of big time companies that now run the landlord business. How would affordable housing acquisition work? First, let's take a step back and look at the problem. The problem is that a lot of the places that people can actually afford to rent are buildings that get bought up by a for-profit rich developer, rich corporation, and the people living there get evicted. And not only do they renovate it, but they actually renovate it and put it back on the market often for double the rent. And in the case of those Webster buildings that I visited today in London, that's exactly what's going on. Single moms, seniors, families woke up to a eviction notice. And when they asked their friends about it, they found that the offer was, if you leave and come back, the rent's going to be double or higher than what it is right now. So people living on a fixed income can't afford that. Imagine the fear, the panic, the worry of losing your home. It's just one of the most challenging things, the scariest things you do in your life. So what we're proposing is first to put a moratorium on that. Ban these for-profit companies from buying up these affordable rental places. Just put a ban on that. Can't do that, particularly when we don't have enough housing right now. We don't have enough affordable housing. And then the acquisition fund basically is a lot like what the BCNDP has set up. It's a fund that would allow a municipality, so the city of London could buy up the building and keep it public and keep it affordable, or a local community organization could apply to then get funding, and then they would own it. And their goal is to keep people with a roof over their head, not to make a lot of money so they can keep the rent affordable. What we need to do is keep what we have that's affordable and then build more. But we can't lose what we have. We're talking with federal NDP leader Jagmeet Singh, who was in London today, You're talking to somebody, Mr. Singh, that doesn't have much of a business mind, but I'm looking around. We've been following this for a long time. We're big-time, large-sized corporations start buying up a lot of property and renting it out. And what you're talking about with the Affordable Housing Acquisition Fund would allow not-for-profits to buy up these properties. Could corporate landlords not just create a not-for-profit and get in the game as well and keep doing what they're doing? Well, the idea of a not-for-profit is that it's set up in such a way where there aren't aren't any shareholders, so you're not beholden to anyone. The for-profit setup, the structure, is such that they need a return on investment. So their business plan is, no secret, they're going to renovate the people there. They're going to evict them, 
and then increase the rent massively. They're going to jack up the rent. That means people get evicted. And it's not just any old people. It's the people that I met today. I remember Dorothy. She's, her husband has passed away. She's lived in this, this uh, Webster apartment for 20 years, two decades. She told me she wants to die in this apartment. That She has a community here. She's alone in the sense she doesn't have a husband, but she's got a community there. A lot of seniors, a lot of single moms, a lot of residents. They all kind of band together. And she's got an affordable rent that she can afford right now. It's about $800 a month. And what's going to happen is that rent's going to jump up to $1,700. Like, I don't know how I can afford that. I started looking around after I got my eviction notice. And in London, you can't find a one-bedroom apartment for less than $1,500, $1,600 a month. So like, I don't know how I can afford that. I just can't do it. I'm going to be homeless. That's something that's happening right now, and that's got to stop. It's wrong. It's wrong for a senior to have lived in a place for two decades to be kicked out just because a company wants to make more, more profit off her back. I'm not going to stand for that. Is there any other way, because we know about the, the controls that exist in Ontario. I mean, we're at risk of rent control being grandfathered out of existence in Ontario. Are there any other federal protections that could come in? I mean, we're battling a supply and demand issue as it is, and, and we're losing. We're absolutely losing, and a part of why we're losing is we can't build enough supply if we lose the affordable that we have right now. If we build a whole bunch of new homes, new apartments that are completely unaffordable or unattainable, it doesn't matter how much supply we build. If it's going to be too expensive for a senior like the Dorothy that I mentioned, that for, it's too expensive for her to afford it, you could build 1,000, 10,000 more units, but if it's going to be $1,600 a month rent, she just can't afford it on her fixed income. So what we need to do is have a mix. There has to be a significant portion of not-for-profit homes owned by community groups, owned by the city, owned for the purpose of keeping the rent affordable. And, of course, we need some private development as well. But we need to do both. We need to keep what we have. And the federal government absolutely has the power to step in here and, and ban this type of practice and protect housing, protect people's homes, and the rent evictions that are happening. There are significant tools we have through the tax code, through various legislation. We could do it. And it's been a question of Mr. Trudeau not really responding to the seriousness of this crisis the way it should. And Mr. Paul, ownership. he thinks that there's only one solution, and that's a private market solution. We know that's not good enough. We need to do a lot more. Federal NDP leader Jagmeet Singh joining us. Got to bring up one last thing before we go, and you mentioned... Sure. Mr. Trudeau and Mr. Polyev, you've been asked by the leader of the Conservatives, Pierre Polyev, to end the Liberal NDP agreement that's been in place so that a public inquiry can be called into foreign interference. What kind of thought are you giving to that request? Well, I don't think it makes any sense at all. There's nothing that stops the Prime Minister from having a public inquiry right now. Uh, and and there's nothing that, that ending the agreement would just cause an election. Uh, causing an election when we're worried about interference in the election seems like a political game to me. It doesn't seem like someone who's genuinely concerned about interference in our electoral system. So I'd say to Mr. Polyev, if, if he thinks this is serious, why won't he obtain this, the special security clearance and actually see the evidence? That seems very irresponsible, and it seems like someone who doesn't actually care about the facts just wants to attack for the sake of attacking. Then we got Mr. Trudeau, who's ignoring the seriousness of this problem. I'm taking this seriously. I actually want to fix the problem. I want to safeguard our democracy. I will be receiving the special clearance. I will be reviewing the evidence, and I will be pushing for a public inquiry. It's not a game for me. This is serious, and I want to protect democracy. Look forward to hearing what you see once you have had the opportunity to look through it. Mr. Singh, thank you so much for your time today. 
My honor. Thank you so much, sir. That is federal NDP leader Jugmeet Singh.